Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Girl You Need podcast, episode 27, where we're talking about the true impact of your negative mind. So, for those of you who haven't listened to this episode, this podcast before, my name is Emma Jane Punter, and this is the Girl You Need, where we focus all of, all about self-esteem and how you are able to feel happier and more comfortable in who you are because it's really 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 important that we learn how to do that and this episode although last week's episode was about how to stop your negative mind this is more of a relatable episode where I explain the true impact of how your negative mind works and what that's doing to you on a day-to-day basis and all the different areas that is affecting you like work, your health and fitness, your relationships and I give some examples because I really just want to spread awareness of your inner critic and how damaging it can be especially if you've got low self-esteem so I'm hoping that you are able to relate to this a lot if you have a strong inner critic and it gives you something gives you something that you think okay this is potentially how I am and inspires you to either work on your self-esteem or to to just be aware more of how your brain is working and how that's kind of impacting you good or bad so it should be a good episode um I've, I've got myself a new microphone so this is the first time I've used it so hopefully it's decent audio um if not, I think there's like a little bit of static at the end, so I do apologise. I please bear with me. I'm still getting used to it, but I just don't want to not put the content out because it's really beneficial to people, and I know that it helps people. So I'm going to stop rambling there. Enjoy the episode. I'm just going to play a little clip on Better Help, who is the advertisement for the podcast, and then we'll get into it. So enjoy. So for full transparency, this is a paid advertisement, but I am really, really excited to be collaborating with BetterHelp, who are an online therapy company with over 26,000 therapists online. BetterHelp are the only company who I wanted to work with, especially for this podcast, as it focuses on self-esteem and having online therapy was like a really big part of my self-esteem journey. Um, And I am so happy to be able to offer listeners 15% off BetterHelp therapy using the link www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need you get to have therapy at home on your mobile via a video which for me took a lot of the anxiety out of going to see a therapist and that is why I'm really really excited to be doing this collaboration so that's www.betterhelp.com forward slash the girl you need this is what happens when I don't plan a podcast I just talk but I do think that a podcast is way better when it's just like a conversation and I get better now that I've started actually looking at my stats since I got my podcast wrapped up I've noticed that the ones when I'm just like a solo podcast or you know it's just more genuine is where people 
obviously enjoy that more. So I'm still going to have guests on and stuff. And if anyone wants to be a guest on the podcast, by the way, just drop me a message because um, I just love meeting new people. And the, the people that have been on the podcast so far have been unreal. And it's just been a really, really good, interesting journey for the girl you need and also for the listeners that listen to the show. And I just love it. So there we go. There's my little heartfelt girl you need message, which I weren't expecting to say. But, oh, I just feel dead good today. I think it's because I'm going crystal shopping tomorrow. I'm dead excited to go crystal shopping tomorrow. Can't wait to go crystal shopping tomorrow. I'm going to start buying crystals, get the energy, because I really want to focus on trying to stay in the right energy state, in a flow state, as they say, don't they, for the business. And so that I can, which is really relevant to this episode today, so that I can stay away from self-sabotage, stay away from the negative vibe. I'm really trying to focus on being in MJ's lane, not my negative Olivia lane. Um, So let me just explain the negative mind, right? Which I know I talk about all the time, but it's so, so critical to how we are daily. And it just is, it absolutely impacts on everyone. And like, I'm not saying that we've all got to be perfect. We've all got to be constantly working on ourselves. I'm not saying that, but I all, but what I'm trying to, ex, what I'm going to tr- try and explain is that actually with the negative mind, it really, really puts us all down. This inner critic that we've got, which is so relevant to if you've got low self-esteem, it absolutely just proper puts us down and makes us doubt ourselves, makes us feel shitty, keeps us in a state of low self-esteem, stops us doing the things that we really want to do, makes us so bothered about what other people think and puts loads of frigging pressure on us that we constantly are stressed So that's the result of the negative mind. We're just stressed all the time or we've got loads of anxiety or we're depressed because our negative inner critic is just playing havoc with our mental state. And that is basically what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about how big a deal this actually is and how much you need to be aware of it because it affects your relationships, it affects work, it affects your hobbies, how you are as a family member, partner, how you are, the events that you go to, the things you don't go to, who you are as a person day to day. It's, 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 it is basically who you are because unless you actually focus and understand your negative mind and your inner critic, then you will always live in that state of negativity, especially if you've got low self-esteem. Some people have really high self-esteem and they are very, very fortunate individuals who go about their lives not really caring what other people think, just really focused brain focused, focused, focused mindset and can achieve all the things that they want to achieve. And if that's you, absolutely brilliant. That is what we all deserve to be like that. 
we all deserve to be able to put ourselves forward for the things that we want to do feel confident in who we are not care what other people think and not feel embarrassed about parts of our personality which i think that's what some of us actually feel like and you know i think i got a bit distracted then because i'm hoping that this microphone isn't too close to my mouth but you know, I'm always learning. So if it is, I apologise. Always, always learning. Um, it's better than the one that I was doing anyway. So making progress, making moves. Um, so I kind of lost my trail of thought there. Apologies. But it's a huge part of your low self-esteem. And do, like if you've got low self-esteem, it's really common. And it's really normal. And actually, are we are are we ever going to live in a society where we've got no self low self where we've got all got high self esteem? No. Why? Because we are humans, and we're really really complex, and everyone's life journey is completely different. Nobody knows about my life. I don't know about your life. You know only you know what you've been through, because you're the only one that's been through it. So, and you're the only one that knows how that feels as well. And low self-esteem can start from, in the main, childhood. It doesn't always start from childhood. It can start from going through the menopause. It can happen when you've had a baby. You know, it's not just childhood. It's also big life events that happen to you as an individual. And that can really have a knock-on effect to your mindset and how you see yourself and what low self-esteem is is it's a low view of who you are and it's a low opinion of who you are and that can then play out in your life in lots of behaviors that you're not aware of that you do subconsciously because you've got low self-esteem for example you might be a perfectionist so if you're a perfectionist you might everything needs to be perfect you need to look perfect you need to have the perfect house we do live in a perfectionist society as well these days since instagram filters um and we've created this perfectionist society if you're a perfectionist you might need to be a perfectionist and everything to be perfect in order for you to feel worthy because you care what other people think and you want other people to approve of you because you don't approve of yourself so you need other people to like you because you don't approve of yourself another characteristic might be that you're the life and soul of the party you're really loud you are very very extroverted um and that might be because again you need people to love you you just want to be loved and that's okay like it's okay to have these characteristics and um, there's nothing wrong with that but that's just how we deal with our self-esteem so it comes from your childhood it can also come from events but what happens is when you've got low self-esteem you also have a really negative mindset and you live in this inner critic you've got an inner critic that plays over in your mind right here is an example 
right of exactly what i mean and it's snowballs so you're in work you get an email from someone and instead of reading the email objectively without any bias for what that email says if you've got low self-esteem if you've got a negative mindset if you, if you live in this inner critic then you might read that email say for example the email said um i, I, can't, I can't say for example the email said that someone wants you to look into something and the tone of their voice might be in a way that you disapprove of because you've already got preconceived ideas and preconceived paranoid thoughts in your head because you've got low self-esteem um, of this particular person or what you think they're trying to say. So you might assume that what they're saying might be they think they're your boss. So the way they speak to you, you might think, who's she talking to? She's not my boss. Um, and you might come from a place of judgment. So you might be really, really judgy and you might think, she's not my boss. Who's she talking to? Um, she's annoyed me. Um, she doesn't even know what she's talking about. That's my area. Of why is she even getting involved in that? Blah, 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 blah. Right? And you might start off by just thinking, how dare she? And if you live in the inner critic, you've got an ego. And you'll immediate, your immediate reaction is paranoia, negativity, big ego, who does she think she is kind of attitude, attitude, all of this kind of negative, judgmental, you know, state of mind. And that can then put you, if you get an email that you disapprove of because you're coming from a place of, your inner critic is leading your life, not happy MJ, that's leading your life you're living in this state of inner critic so you get this email and you have all these thoughts they spiral then you go on to a meeting you go on to a meeting in work and you're on the meeting and someone says something that you don't like then you start thinking that was that was aimed at me people don't think i'm good at my job i don't think i'm good at my job do you know what i don't think i like this job anymore and then, you, and then that trick. Then you've got an, you think, then you've got emotions as well. Then you start feeling crap. You start feeling sad. You start feeling down. You're not enjoying your job. Then someone comes in and says something to someone in the office and doesn't speak to you. And you read into that and think she she doesn't like me. She she doesn't she doesn't. Uh, I'm not I'm not good at my job. See, they're not talking to me because I'm not good at my job. And then. You could then spend your whole day finding things that add to this really horrible view and opinion that make, is putting you down, basically. And you could then go home in a horrible mood, be off with your partner or whoever you live with. Then you end up having a stinking, screaming argument then you end up crying and stressed. Then you might make up, you might not. Then you might decide to go and eat a KFC because you because it's you need cheering up. And then you go to bed and you've had a really, really crappy day. Right. And 
I am sure that relates to quite a lot of people and people can really relate to that because that is, I feel, what a lot of us do a lot of the time and that is what I want to explain in this episode because having this negative state of mind, having this negative state of mind, absolutely if we live in that negative state of mind, is really impacting on our lives. So, and that is just an example of how it can start from one email in work to the rest of your day, to you doubting yourself in your job, to you then not liking your job, to you then looking for another job, for you then going home and having an argument with your partner, for you then eating crappy food and putting more weight on, then feeling guilty about the fact the food that you're eating. It's literally like a cesspit. It's a funk. It's a horrible, horrible place to be. And one of the reasons why a lot of us feel like this, so there's there's a few... One, we've got low self-esteem, so we don't value ourselves. And if you've got low self-esteem, your mind is weak. And so your chimp takes over. People call it your chimp. I'm going to talk about indistracted and happiness. Where is it? Distracted. I have wrote it down somewhere. Distracted. Can't read me writing. Right, so your chimp, right? So I've said this before, but I'm going to just say it again. There's a book, The Chimp Paradox, by Professor Steve Peters. It's the number one book that you need to read if you haven't yet read this book. It will explain this in a really eye-opening way and it'll make you think, oh my God, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it doesn't necessarily stop you living like this, but you need to have an awareness of how your brain works because until you do, you potentially are going to live your life in this state that I've just explained and you're going to live in your chimp and your chimp is not a nice place to be your chimp is not a nice person so who's your chimp right your chimp is part of your brain so in your brain you've got the you which is lovely you lovely MJ happy MJ really you know weird little MJ comfortable in herself And then I've got my chimp, which is, I call my chimp Olivia, and I think it's a really good idea to give your chimp a name, because it actually helps you remove yourself from Olivia, and tells yourself, that's not actually who I am. I'm not Olivia, that's not me. So, your chimp is nothing but a chimp that lives in your brain, and is really powerful, it's five times stronger than you, it's five times stronger than you, really powerful, and if you don't manage your chimp, it will it will lead your daily life. Every single decision that comes into your into your life, every single thing that stands in front of you, your chimp will decide for you if you don't learn how to manage it. So your chimp will decide and and your chimp is paranoid, it is judgmental. It's greedy, it's got a big ego, it's really angry, it's really sensitive, it's insecure, it bullies you, it gives you low self-esteem. It is the inner critic. When I say inner critic, it's your chimp. When I say negative mind, it's your chimp. All of these things are talking about the same thing. It's that limbic side of your brain that just judges everything, makes decisions, 
tries to keep you safe. It's it's trying to keep you safe. That's what its purpose is, but it isn't. It hasn't evolved in the world that we live in today. So whereby we used to be able to recognise, well, whereby we used to have to fight for our lives and sense danger for a tiger that is going to eat us, we have not got the ability in our brain to understand that doing a PowerPoint presentation isn't necessarily the same fear as being eaten by a tiger but it is just as just as relevant to our limbic brain and it is just as relevant to our chimp. The limbic brain is, I think, the technical term for it. It's just as relevant to our chimp. It's danger and danger is danger. It also doesn't know the difference between what's right and what's wrong, uh, what's real and what's not real. And we can f- have a, we can have the, a risk of fusing what's not real to become real and we believe that to be true so we can also think about things that haven't even happened yet and get in a really anxious state about that because we see it perceive it as danger so it's a really really complex part of your brain it it you know links to anxiety depression low self-esteem coming from a negative mind it bullies you and it, it, it basically keeps you in this state of low self-esteem it starts to develop during childhood when you're being told off by people growing up saying don't do that you can't do that and you start getting this guilty feeling because you're guilty that you're going to lose your love from your from your from your from your family circle and then your chimp starts to develop and that's where some people can have a really really strong chimp i have got a very strong chimp which is what i've realized in certain situations there's things that really trigger me um which is what i have worked on trying to trying to work on throughout my own journey because it's just really useful to start to understand what your triggers are because like i say you know the way it can start your day and it can just totally take over you you can basically live your whole day in olivia I can be Olivia all day. I can be Olivia for... I was Olivia up until I read The Chimp Paradox, probably. Like, I literally was Olivia. My low low self-esteem was shot to shit because I was living in Olivia. And I used to drink, smoke, all all the stuff. I did it all to make myself feel better. I'd have a chippy. I'd drink bloody two bottles of Prosecco. Like... I would just be greedy and sabotage. And self-sabotage is something that the chimp loves. And everybody knows being in a funk when you just think, I can't be bothered, I'm going to sit in front of the telly and I'm just going to eat shit and I'm just going to feel like this. And actually, I'm going to scroll and scroll and scroll and feel crap. And I'm not here to say to you, look, you need to... Go to the gym five times a day. You need to be, you know, dead healthy and all that. I am not here to preach that because I don't do that myself, so I can't preach that. I'm here to try and bring awareness to your negative mind and to try and help you understand how big of an impact it's having on your happiness and on your self-esteem and on your confidence in yourself. Because once you start to understand this 
and you start to bring awareness to it, you start to learn your triggers, then you can start to ignore it almost and learn tactics to overcome, right, I've just had a little chimp moment there, so I'm going to give myself a little break and I'm going to bring myself back to MJ because I'm not prepared to spend my life living as a bloody chimp and once you read the book the chimp paradox or once you start being familiar with it then you will start to notice it so the other so a couple of other things about this that I wanted to share is I'm reading a book at the moment I'm reading two books at the moment which I can't believe I've not read them before I'm really really back to reading at the moment and I love it and one of them is called The Happiness Trap. And the other one is called Lost Connections. And these are like world-class books that, you know, are going to make a difference to your life if you read them. The Happiness Trap, right, is really interesting because it actually links a lot to how your inner critic or how your chimp, how Olivia likes to live. Um, so I want to try and explain The Happiness Trap because it's 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 useful to be aware of so the happiness trap is basically and hopefully i get this right but if i don't this point what i'm about to say is just as good so basically you will have things you'll have avoidance behaviors and avoidance behaviors are things that you do to avoid pain and because what the chimp is trying to do always is to avoid pain so when you're eating shitty food you're just trying to avoid the fact that you know you need to lose weight you know that you've got to go on a run and you know that you're not happy with yourself but sit and think about that to put your trainees on and run out in the freezing cold rain and to eat a salad is is actually painful Long term, it's beneficial, but in the short term, in the here and now, it's really painful. And if your chimp is in, in a, is, is is really strong, then it'll quite easily just say, nah, get a Domino's in. I'm not doing that today. No way, Jose, I'm not doing that. So a Domino's, eating bad food is your avoid, is, is, could be an avoidance behaviour for you to, to stop you from feeling pain. So day to day all the time you will want constantly trying to be avoiding pain by having these avoidance behaviors now if you live your life avoiding short-term pain through avoidant behaviors you are going to be unhealthy long term because it's probably going to be drinking alcohol eating crappy food binge watching scrolling on social media all these things that give you short-term highs, but long-term, you'll feel resentment, anger, bitterness, and unhealthy. And that is really, really difficult to realise. And I am realising that myself as well, because, you know, I, like I said, I have a strong negative mind, and I have a strong chimp, because don't forget, I've had severe low self-esteem, so that journey I completely relate to and 
if I'm not careful with my triggers, my chimp, because it never goes away. You don't get rid of your chimp. You just learn to manage your chimp. Your chimp will always be there. But the more you manage your chimp, the stronger the real you will become and the more happy you will be in life and the more confident you'll be in yourself um, and the weaker your chimp will be. And that's kind of where you want to try and get to if this is something that you want to work on. Um, And that will then help you realise and shed the chimp a little bit and make the chimp a little bit smaller. But these avoidance behaviours, so, yeah, so, sorry, what I was saying was, it is really difficult and if you are 58, for example, and you've lived your life with avoidance behaviours, because the sad thing is, it's not something that we're taught and it's not something that we're educated on. It's not, I think, I think children should be educated on it. And there is actually a child's version for the chimp paradox, which is probably really, really helpful for kids to learn their own emotions. Um, it's not something that we're taught. So we just develop the chimp and we just live in the chimp. And unless you're, if you, unless you listen to something like this or you watch something or you go to therapy or you decide to have a coach or you you know want to just change you've had enough of the way you are then you're not gonna know that you're living like that and it you know so you could be late 50s older than that and still living like that um and that is really hard to change because you if you've been that way for years and years and years you're not going to be able to just change that overnight because your chimp is so strong and it's got such a such a bloody hold over you that you are really going to, you know, have to spend and appreciate that that is going to take time to change and you might need some help doing that because it's really difficult to do. Um so so yeah, but these avoidance behaviours and the hap- going back to the happiness trap. So you get these avoidance behaviours which are like um, eating crappy foods, drinking alcohol, whatever, whatever. And you will use them to feel happy in that moment. And the reason you need to feel happy in that moment is because the real reason, because you, because really, subconsciously, you're trying to get away from that pain of, you know you need to lose weight or you know you're not happy in your job or you know that you have got a issue in your relationship um so you have these avoidance behaviors and that is the happiness trap the happiness trap is you've got the avoidance behaviors so you use the avoidance behaviors but then you and then you're happy and then it starts again and the cycle starts again. You feel the pain, you have avoidance, you have an avoidance behaviour, you're happy again, you forget about the pain. You feel crappy that you've, you need to lose weight, you get a bag of chips, you eat the bag of chips, you're happy, you forget that you want to lose weight. The next day, you've had a crappy day, you know you need to go on a run, you don't want to go on a run because it's painful, you order a KFC, 
you're happy again, you forget. That's the happiness trap. And unless you break that, you're not going to do the things that long term are going to give you a happier life. And do you know what as well? Easier said than done. (laughs) It's actually easier said than done because when you, if you've had a crap day, people have wound you up, you feel rubbish. Can you be arsed? getting all your pots and pans out and making a blooming stir fry or making a big fancy healthy veggie, whatever. No, because you're tired and you just think, oh, but that's the rut that you're then getting then. And then and then your chimp's taking over and you're giving your chimp strength and it's starting to take hold of your life and then you're living in chimp mode again. Sounds so simple, and it's, I know this probably is like really relatable to a lot of people, but that that's that's what's happening to a lot of us. The other thing is, um, Lost Connections, great book. Um, I'm not going to talk about Lost Connections today because I don't feel that's linking. That is all about depression, and I'm going to do a whole book review on that as a podcast episode because it's just so helpful for people and you know not everyone wants to read books so I'm gonna just explain book reviews in my podcast to help people that way instead but so another thing is right which I'm starting to realize is that we all we are because of the phone I actually because of the information overload that we have now I see this in myself, I see this in my loved ones, I see this in loads of people. We live in this distracted mind where we're constantly flitting from... We're just flitting across so many different things. We've lost the strength in our focused mind. So we, instead of focusing on reading a book or cooking a meal or I don't know like writing a business case in work or you know planning a project that you want to do or something that's going to take thought I honestly feel as though a lot of a lot of people now have got this really distractive distracted mind where we actually can't focus on anything for more than a few seconds minutes because we're so used to picking our phone up getting that and it goes back to that getting that release of dopamine that happiness trap you know instead of right i've got to write a business case for work so i'm going to sit at my desk i'm going to write it oh i'll just have a quick check on my phone okay oh i'm just going to go make a coffee I'm just gonna, just gonna wear. Uh, just gonna have a little matter to me friend. You know, we have a really distracted mind. Not everybody is like this. Not everyone is like this. Um, but a lot of people are, and I and I feel like that adds to the ability to just quickly grab a chippy or quickly look at your phone, or because our brain is so distracted, we. Th- think about so many different things all at the same time it's first of all we're like living in a state of just constant chain 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 our brains don't have a break um 
and it's a really sh- it's in a state of almost like stress but also um it's like we reduce the strength of our mj part of the brain you know the you part of the brain we reduce that and just become weaker because what builds up the you side is focus and strength and really you need to build up your ability to focus because unless you learn to focus then you'll constantly let things distract you and you'll con- and your willpower just won't be there and you'll quite easily find oh there's a little chocolate bar I'll have that oh there's a little can of coke I'll just have that and you'll become a little magpie so that ability to learn to focus is a really important part of like strengthening your uh you side of your brain and not giving into the chimp side so and you know having a phone there's just so many notifications there's so many so many social media apps to look at all at the same time that you just you know when you're scrolling you 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 numb you just numb it's like black mirror where you're just like numb watching watching you're not even aware of what you're doing you just zoned out and it's it's actually quite weird when you think about it you're just constantly just like scrolling through tiktok videos thinking oh my god you know tiktok is i personally don't have tiktok because it's dangerous you can just sit there watching funny videos it's too dangerous for me i've got too many things i need to do um but you know we've got distracted minds and i guess that's just something to be mindful of maybe pay attention to how many times you pick up your phone every day to just look at it just to see like i look at my emails on my phone personal ones so i should count that because i probably do that so many times in one day like so many times um just because i want a good email to come through because i'm just looking for that little fix of pleasure you know and it's just more fun to do that than it's an addiction isn't it if you think about it you're addicted to good notifications and good little buzzes and sometimes i look at the stats on my website just because i want to get a little buzz and it's like chill your being you know yeah mental 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 So the other thing I wanted to just explain as well quickly and then I might have to calm myself down. Although I have loved doing this episode and if you have enjoyed this episode, let me know. Share it on Instagram and uh, tag me in it and just tell me because I love it. I love it. Uh, this is this is probably one of my favourite ones to record. So hopefully you think the same. So the next, the other thing that I wanted to just mention is how much, this is something to be mindful of as well with your chimp, your negative mind. Because your negative mind feeds your low self-esteem, like just if I've not said it yet, just so you know, it literally erodes your self-esteem as well. Because it's paranoid, because it's constantly judging other people, because it's constantly having negative thoughts about 
what other people are thinking about you, how shitty you are, how horrible you look, how anxious you feel. It's constantly kicking off and putting you down. It erodes your self-esteem, right? So that is why I probably know so much about it because I've done my self-esteem journey. Uh, cold coffee. But another thing to just think about is and be aware of how much pressure your chimp puts on you. How much pressure it puts on you. Mm-hmm. And don't you just think we live in a really pressured society? I am probably getting better at not comparing myself to other people than I used to. I definitely used to do it a lot more. I think that's because I've grown my self-esteem journey. Grown my self-esteem journey? Grown my self-esteem. I definitely used to do it a lot more. I was very judgy. I compared myself to everyone. I didn't lead with love. I would, like, just... I'd see other girls and it just wind me up because I'd just make myself feel like shit. Um, I was very, very jealous. And, you know, that used to really affect me. Um, but I feel like I also, I probably used to put a lot of comparison on myself, but, you know, I'd look at other people doing well and that would really, really wind me up and, and make me feel crappy. And say like, for example, my setup for my like video now, or, you know, the way I look, it's quite easy to fall into the habit of looking at other people who do what I do and compare myself and think I'm not good enough, my setup isn't as good and put all that pressure on myself to look perfect and to try and have that aesthetic look but I don't need to put that pressure on myself and another example would be as a parent you know, you see a lot of mummy bloggers or, like, cute baby photos. And I would imagine as a parent, you know, back in the day, did I used to wear cute clothes every day? I don't think so. I was a 90s baby, do you know what I mean? Well, I was actually born in 89, but I was, 90, that 90, I was in the 90s generation. And, you know, we... I, I ironed my hair, for Christ's sake. You know, I didn't wear makeup, makeup, I didn't wear makeup for school. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I definitely didn't look how kids look like today. Um, first of all, we just didn't have the money. And also, like, I just, I just, I don't, I don't know, I just didn't. I don't think any of us did, though. Um, so, but now it's like. I, I do think, like, is there more pressure for even, like, mums to have the kids looking gorgeous all the time? I don't know. I, I don't know whether that's, that is. But it just feels like there's more pressure. You know, we've got to have the perfect photos. You know, for Halloween, we've got to all go pumpkin picking and have that perfect, like, autumnal photo. And it's like, it just feels like a lot of pressure. But, but that pressure isn't... I, is it actually there or do you put that pressure on yourself because your chimp is constantly putting that on yourself is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, there's that societal pressure, but that societal pressure 
happens because your chimp lets it happen to you you know it does like it's up to you to let that be a pressure for you so like now for example I don't really compare myself to other people because I just think I'm in my own lane I'm doing me I'm I'm I love what I do and yeah like I'm not where I'm aspiring to be and there's other people who are way past where I want to get to but that doesn't matter like it used to if I spent ages just hating on the fact that I'm not where I want to be you actually that stress you don't do anything and you don't actually make any progress because you're so annoyed and putting yourself down that your setup doesn't look how you want it to look or you don't look how you want to look on camera or you know it's just like the pressure the pressure just you don't need the pressure and yeah so I've kind of decided to myself that I am not going to clean my house whenever I do a video because now that I've got my Mac I can do videos which I'm so excited about but I'm not going to also put loads of pressure on myself to have like the perfect house because I haven't got the perfect house and I don't have I don't have you know I'm not a millionaire I don't have a bloody massive mansion and his and hers sink and you know and that and I'm not I don't that's I am happy I love my house and it's not going to be clean all the time but I'm just gonna like go with the flow and I'm just gonna do do me so but so so there you go so I just wanted to explain as well like the pressure so like just be mindful of the pressure that you're putting on yourself no you're telling your we do have societal pressure in with things like Instagram because we unless we're kind of led to believe that you only get likes and comments and stuff if you've got a beautiful picture you know if you sat at home with your laundry in the back are you it's not that it's not as aesthetically pleasing um but you know so what I just think we need to break the mold a little bit and just like I personally have always been like quite genuine you know I was living in a scummy little flat going through a difficult time vlogging on Instagram with a 70s kitchen one of the cupboards was falling off there was horrible like grease marks on the walls it weren't great but I was loving life like and like that's I just think what we should be trying to promote a little bit more a little bit more normality so that together we don't have that pressure and we're just like ourselves a little bit more um but that's something that your chimp will be doing to you. You will be putting that pressure on yourself. Especially if you've got low self-esteem. You'll be probably making yourself feel like, you know, you've got to be a certain way, look a certain way, have a certain job, have a certain amount of money, have a certain car, and all those things. If you aren't living in your chimp state and you're just being you you'll be free of that comparison and actually you'll be more like but I like my life I might not have all these you know materialistic things or I might not have the job or whatever but I'm doing all right you know I'm doing okay for myself and you'll just give yourself a little bit of a break 
because your chimp doesn't give you a break. Your chimp is like knackering you out. Your chimp is tiring you down, not letting you rest, making you feel like you've got to do everything, making you feel like on a Saturday you've got to do all the cleaning because it just won't rest. Whereas if we rested more, like there's nothing actually wrong with sitting on your couch. You're not watching any telly. You're not doing anything. You're just chilling. That's fine to do, but we struggle with that because we're not used to it. Because we're used to being on the on the go twenty four seven, always doing something, always on the go. Um, so it's just about learning to like relax a little bit more, chill a little bit more, and uh, just have that less of a distracted mind. Like the distracted mind is a big one. That is like something that is a big part of your negative mind so be mindful of that like how many things are you thinking about in the space of 60 seconds or a minute and just be have a little think about it so yeah so i think that's probably the end of this episode it was more of a not necessarily like how to get rid of it because the way to get rid that's a whole other episode in itself um if you want me to do an episode on that then just yeah reach out um and actually get rid of it it's just there's so much to it um that it's quite hard to just I could just talk as you can probably tell all day this is already 50 minutes I could just talk all day about this topic because I think I just understand it and it's just like something that I'm really I I have as me like your triggers you need to just focus on your triggers um but yeah hopefully that was like helpful and you were able to gain stuff from that if you was reach out um let me know if you're watching this video on youtube please give me a like and a subscribe and help me grow my channel um because i'm super new and i'm still trying and i'm you know i've got a long way to go but uh i'd love for you to be part of my audience that would be a big deal for me and if you're on spotify or apple and you're listening to it on there as the podcast then give me a follow you can even give me a rating which would be amazing um, and let me know some feedback although i feel like i'm doing okay on the podcast because i've had the uh me wrapped up stats so that's good so Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm already super excited for doing the next one now that I've taken myself out of my self-esteem box and I'm just going to share things that are going to help you in your life that obviously link to your self-esteem but aren't just like the same, samey, samey. So have an amazing day. Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas. If I don't do another episode before then. I'm going to try and do another episode before then. And uh, I will see you or speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.